The year is winding down, and so is activity at the state capitol. Lawmakers will cease much of their work there in the next couple months before turning their attentions to the fall elections. WUWM's Marty Michelson wondered whether legislators will pass any significant bills before going their separate ways. She asked J.R. Ross of WasPolitics.com for his thoughts as part of today's Capitol Notes segment. Both houses expect to be in a couple days in January, a couple in February, the Senate maybe one day in March. Then they're going to be gone and head off to the re-election campaign. So the time element is, if you haven't done it in almost a year, how are you going to get done in a month and a half? It's just not clear that these bills have the adequate support to get through both houses with Republican support. They can't get that support in their caucuses, they're not going to take them up. And the elections are a factor because, typically speaking, the legislature does not want to take up controversial bills the final days are on the floor because when it happens is when they do that, the fear is the last impressions voters will have out of the session would be a big fight over Bill X or Bill Y. They'd rather pass things that are popular, that are good things to talk about in the campaign trail, than be asked about things that make some voters uncomfortable. Democratic State Representative Josh Zepnick of Milwaukee says he is no longer caucusing with Democrats in closed-door sessions in light of sexual harassment charges that have surfaced against him. Zepnick says it's a decision that he made himself and still plans to attend open-session caucuses. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss earlier this month stripped Zepnick of his committee assignments among calls from fellow Democrats for him to resign. So what do you think the future holds for Josh Zepnick? Well, the big question for Zepnik is, will he seek re-election? And if he does, what will Democrats do? There's already an attorney, Marissa Bell Cabrera, who ran against Zepnik in 2016, who's announced plans to run again. Josh won that race by like just less than 150 votes. If he does run and faces Marissa Bell, how will some Democrats react? Will they spend money on his behalf? Will they hold resources? Will they actually spend money on his challenger? Which is unusual. Most of the time, the caucus's political arms will defend incumbents, but would the ADCC do that with what's going on with Zepnik? Because Gordon Hintz and the other leaders have called for him to resign, and he has until late spring to decide whether to run. It would be a tough race for him because this is a hot-button issue across the country. And this is the first example we have in Wisconsin of somebody getting hit in the state legislature with these kind of allegations. Switching to the governor's race, Governor Walker is trying to call attention to himself. Walker's campaign and the Wisconsin Republican Party have launched billboards and online ads touting the elimination of a state property tax that will save the average homeowner an estimated $27 per year. Why is it important to highlight this? Governor Walker wants to send a message to folks that he can cut property taxes and make a big investment in education. That, in his words, the reforms he's brought to Wisconsin are producing results. The economy is growing. We're adding jobs. You do all these things because of their reforms. So that's the, the message you're going to hear, that he's done these great things to his estimation, but there's more left to do. He's got to make a case for a third term. Democrats obviously are pushing back on that, saying that education has paid a price along the way, that yes, there's a big investment in the 2017-19 budget, but doesn't make up for the cuts that we saw in Walker's first few budgets, that despite uh, extended growth in our economy, we haven't properly invested in the UW system or tech colleges. They're going to talk about Foxconn and say it's misguided priorities to give one company such a big uh, incentive package without offering the same thing to others. Whereas Walker will say, hey, Foxconn's an example of the things he's done to change Wisconsin and that this plant represents the opportunity to have that ripple effect across the state and overhaul our economy for the better. 